Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only. And I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com. And if you want to join... All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written published article, Who Was at the Helm? 
from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage Show from 32494, the earliest show in the archive, 32494. My interview with Donald Trump from 110-2011. 110-2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar and you get a better buzz. <laughs> with the Savage Premium. So go to go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. So the big story, of course, this week is the firing of Tucker Carlson, who I admire very much. In many ways, I feel he took my place in the media. And he was bold. He was daring. He did things no one had done in a very long time. You know, it reminded me of when I had a TV show on MSNBC many years ago and was fired for a remark that I made that should have been deleted, by the way, by the production team who were extremely liberal and hated me and were out to get me from the beginning. In 2003, I published a book entitled The Enemy Within. And in it, there is a chapter entitled The Silenced Majority. And I make some statements and I talk about some people like Geraldo Rivera and Eric, Alec Baldwin and others who said things that are far more vile than you could ever imagine, and they were never fired. I go into that book and I said things such as, the liberal media elite operate like modern-day gangsters. They're like Chicago's notorious mob boss Al Capone, only on a larger scale. As you well know, Capone managed full control of the bookie joints. Maintain full control of the bookie joints, brothels, gambling houses, bootlegging, nightclubs, and had many, if not most, of Chicago's police and politicians under his thumb. For years, nobody could lay a finger on him. Why? Aside from his network of spies spanning from paper boys to the police, Capone's cronies cooked the books. Actually, his accountants maintained a double set of books. One set was designed to mislead the IRS. The other set contained the truth of his financial holdings, pegged it upwards of $100 million a year. So it is with the liberals in the major media. They control the airwaves, the press, and the film, television, and music industries with two different sets of books. They, like Capone, maintain a double standard in order to protect their empire. Words such as hate speech, homophobe, racist, intolerant, and fearmonger are leveled at anyone with whom they disagree. The other set of books is maintained and maintained and used to defend friends of the liberal causes. They would be the activist actors, pandering politicians, perverted professors, extremist environmentalists, and PC pundits. You see, membership has its privileges. In the major media, if you're a far-left activist or a, quote, liberal, you're protected. If you're a conservative, you're crucified. Case in point. And I talk about my radio show at the time and how it went from a local show to a national show. And how I took my message uh, of Borders, Language, and Culture into the dog eat dog world of television and signed a deal with the MSNBC cable network. And I write this I knew that that move would be warfare. All around me, the yapping, rabid, mad dogs of the left were foaming at the mouth. From the get go, they fought to make my TV show a no go. 
Well, you know what happened after that? I uh, said something on the air. We all make statements in private, as do politicians, business leaders, and newscasters. And we make comments we would never say in public. And the fact is that I'm no different than you, than any reader uh, of my books or listener to this podcast. I know the difference between a private and public exchange. You might not know this, but built into the production of live television broadcasting, there exists a seven-second delay system, at least. This feature is designed to prevent such private comments from going out on the air. It is also supposed to protect broadcasters from bottom feeders who get their kicks ambushing live TV shows with crank calls. On July 5, 2003, what actually happened on the air is much different than what was widely reported. And as well known, a crank caller called me. I reacted to him. I was up all night. And I said something that should have been deleted by the team that was supposed to protect me, but they didn't. But I'm not here to complain about it. It's a long time ago, and I'm glad it happened. At the end of the day, I I have many reasons to tell you it was God's will. And um, although I was blindsided by the malicious caller, and the seven-second delay should have been used to dump the entire exchange, the fact is they let it go out on the air to destroy me. I write this. The rest is history. And this is what's pertinent now to the Tucker affair. It goes without saying there were many who rejoiced over and applauded MSNBC's decision to pull the plug. Not just on the left, but on the right too. The question is why the so-called conservatives on the Fox network celebrate my defeat. The answer is they are competitors. The truth is my show started cutting into Fox's lead and they didn't like that. Not in the least. And I talk about one of the top men of NBC came out to see me in San Francisco, and he said to me before this happened, we don't care about your ratings. We think you're extremely creative. I think this relationship could go on forever and could develop into something much bigger. Now, I knew that the inherent liberal culture within NBC, their parent company, had always been against hiring me, Michael Savage. I knew that from the beginning. No surprise about that. My show delivered the goods as the numbers demonstrated. In just two months, the Savage Nation television show was growing so fast It occasionally beat CNN during the same time slot. I even gave Fox News a run for its money, beating the network on June 29th in the fourth quarter hour. You talk about gaining traction. But more important than the numbers, my show broke new ground. I did things no one had done in television before. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Now, I want to go on to things that were said that you may have forgotten, uh, have forgotten by now, which I call uh, when the shoe is on the left foot. And here's what I wrote. MSNBC was real quick on the trigger to dump me. If only they had been as quick to dump some of the people who said things that were far worse. And I wrote this. I'm not surprised because the brown shorts have been relentless in their efforts to censor my free speech. It was only a matter of time. So we move on. But in the interest of higher education, and for the record, I want you to compare what happened to me to what hasn't happened to others who by all appearances need a refresher course in reality. You see, when friendlies fill the airwaves with liberal hate speech, media gangsters refuse to take them to task. I'll give you a few examples of this double standard which you may have forgotten. Let's go to uh, Geraldo Rivera. Okay, very important that you know who this person is and how he survived. 
being as talentless as he is. Jerry Rivers, of course, changed his name to Rivera to be Hispanic and get started in the media. He is a thuggish, pugnacious, talentless hack, perfect for Fox News. He hasn't been fired. But what did he do that you should remember? What did he do? Maybe I should remind you. Because I give examples in this book of these socially reprehensible gaffes, and I say none of them stooped as low as Jerry Rivers' flagrant endangerment of our troops during the Iraq War. Does anyone remember what Geraldo Rivera did? Geraldo, the Jerry Springer of journalism turned Fox correspondent, he's still there by the way, divulged U.S. troop movements on international television. What I wrote was, maybe Geraldo was bored. Maybe he did it in the interest of multiculturalism. Shall I say multicultism? Whatever his reasons, he played a dangerous game. For the benefit of non-English-speaking Iraqi soldiers huddled around their TVs, the mustachioed buffoon Geraldo Rivera actually drew a sketch in the sand of his position with the Army's 101st Airborne Division, as well as where they were likely to strike next. Brilliant. Brilliant. His irresponsible actions endangered the lives of our soldiers and could have compromised the mission. Did Fox News fire Jerry Rivers? No. Hmm. And yet he still has a job these many years later. Why, you have to ask, is he still on the air? Because Jerry Rivera is a useful idiot in the grandest scheme of the far-left agenda. Because the media gangsters... Thugs view Geraldo as the true yellow lib he is. He's one of them, and I'm not. Now, there are other stories you must know about. Actor Alec Baldwin, remember him? The one who just accidentally shot someone on a set and said he didn't pull the trigger? Alec Baldwin had his own personal meltdown on the Conan O'Brien TV show. A red-faced, vein-popping Baldwin shouted, If we were in other countries, we would all right now, all of us together, All of us together would go down to Washington and we would stone Henry Hyde to death. We would stone him to death. Wait, I'm not finished, he said. We would stone Henry Hyde to death and we would go to their homes and we'd kill their wives and their children. We would kill their families, quote unquote. And I have the quote here with the reference if you want to know what it is. Where was the outcry from the left when Alec Baldwin called for killing an entire family of people he disagreed with? And what about it, NBC? Why didn't you yank Conan or slam him with a hefty fine for allowing Alec Baldwin to incite his audience to murder? Hear me. Hmm. If an actor had made those kind of comments on Pat Robertson's 700 Club, a pack of red diaper double babies would have filed lawsuits the next morning, charging Pat as an accessory to hate speech. Tell me also, where were the media bloodhounds when former Democratic Senator Carol Mosley Braun, remember her? an African-American nutcase from Illinois, when she slandered George Will as being a member of the Ku Klux Klan. She said, George Will can just take his hood and go back to wherever he came from. Well, there are many such statements that have been made by those in the media on the left that have never been punished. Never. Geraldo's was maybe one of the worst I've ever seen. But remember, the media gangster thugs view Rivera to this day That's why he's still on Fox, as a true blue yellow lib that he is. He's one of them, and I'm not. Now, there are other such examples that I can give you. I'm sure you hear them and see them on a daily basis. But remember, 
We are the silenced majority, and the left has no shame. Never forget what Charles Schumer, perhaps the most reprehensible man in American political history, a true gangster, Schumer actually said when Trump was elected, and I'm trying to quote it now like a paraphrase, he warned what would happen to Donald Trump, Schumer. Here's what he said. Remember, there are six ways to Sunday for the intelligence agencies to get you. Did you hear that? Charles Schumer said that. There are six ways to Sunday for the intelligence agencies to get you. Well, they sure got him with false testimonies, things they did behind closed doors. They conspired to destroy Donald Trump. They conspired to destroy Tucker Carlson, just as they had destroyed my television show because it was beating CNN and Fox News in the, ta- in the same time slot. I've spent an awful lot of time in the media. And I'm trying to tell you that there are enemies within the newsrooms that are planted there like the Soviet KGB. They want to get anyone who says anything that violates the protocols of the left. We're not talking about Boy Scouts here. We're talking about far left groups of radicals who have organized for a long time now in order to destroy anyone who says anything that violates their positions. And so, I, and so I would like to conclude right now by telling you that the media that we have come to love and respect is more or less over. Just as I was undermined from within, and I made one regrettable error and got thrown off the air, Tucker made some errors and he got thrown off the air, but errors that do not compare with Gerald Rivera, Harry, uh, whatever his name is, Jerry Rivers giving away troop movements in the sands of Iraq when he was embedded with the 101st Airborne. Why? Because I, Michael Savage, and others like me, represent the voice of the majority of the people. And we were silenced by the enemy within, which is a growing minority. Now, at the end of this book, I called for a conservative revolution. I'm talking about a book called The Enemy Within that was written I think uh, in 2003, published in 2003, quite a long while ago, it's 20 years ago that it was published. So I called for a conservative revolution. Well, we got one. We got one when Donald Trump won. And what happened? Do I have to spell out for you what Charles Schumer and the like-minded far-left America haters did to him and did to this country? Do I have to point out to you the danger this country is in right now? Do I have to elucidate all the problems we are having one after the other? No, I don't think so. I believe that the media is responsible for where this country is today. Because remember, the job of the media is to hold politicians accountable. When have they last done that to the Charles Schumers, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Joe Bidens of our time? The answer is never. And so that is why the American ship of state is now like the Titanic with its bow sinking in the water. Sadly, this is true. And it's the enemy within that did it. I'm Michael Savage. Thank you for listening. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Recently, I was in Florida visiting with Donald Trump and uh, many, many important luminaries of the inner circle. 
And during the meetings and the lunches we had, a very famous media individual said to me that years ago, 20 years ago, when they first heard me on the radio, they thought I was crazy. He said, everyone thought you were crazy then. But he said, Michael, we all realize you were a prophet. Time has proven me to be correct about many of the observations I have made in my decades-long career. For years, I try to warn you about the liberal blacklist, and most particularly about the controlled opposition, such as Fox News. I understand many of you ignored my warnings in the past, but now the truth is impossible to dismiss. On Monday, I lined out a few possible scenarios that may have contributed to Tucker Carlson's ouster from Fox News. I'd like you to listen to what I had to posit on Newsmax TV. Thank you for listening. Here to react to this massive cable news shakeup is someone who knows a thing or two about being canceled, radio legend and author of the book, Banned in Britain, Beating the Liberal Blacklist, Dr. Michael Savage. Dr. Savage, welcome. Uh, this is the news none of us, uh, or at least I think most of us, did not expect this morning. The obvious question that everybody's asking is why. Um, you know, we heard reports today that the Tucker ex exit had a lot to do with the Abby Grossman lawsuit. She's an ex-Fox producer, said she was subjected to sexism, bullying, anti-Semitism while working on the show. Um, but this also comes right after Fox settled in the Dominion lawsuit for nearly $800 million. So what do you think is going on here? Jen, thanks for having me. Look, it's the same as the Bud Light thing. They don't care what market value they lose. It, they've gone from Fox News to Lox News. It doesn't really matter what will happen to the advertiser revenue right now. What matters is that Lachlan Murdoch got his way. I see three elements. First, I saw the handwriting on the wall right after Tucker bravely aired the secret January 6th tapes. I was absolutely thrilled to see what really happened. This was the scoop of the decade, and yet Fox News dropped this story the very next day. I said, uh-oh, he's out that door. And we have to remember that the senile disruptors team in the White House have unlimited power over the media in ways we can't even imagine. The FCC is only the beginning of it. Number two, internal warfare. Never, no one's mentioned this. Sean Hannity may have had a hand in this. He is a very jealous, talentless thug. He is what's known as controlled opposition. Remember, Sean Hannity benefited after O'Reilly was sacked by Fox News. He hated Tucker's wild success from the beginning. Hannity may have had something to do with it. I said may have. And finally, everyone's been saying it, Lachlan Murdoch, who is really running the network, is a well-known left-wing activist. He despises conservatives. And remember the golden rule, folks. He who pays the gold makes the rule. I was taught that many times in my life. Fourth, we must not forget, Tucker was the only major voice on that network against Biden's war against Russia. The only voice opposing the war. So... There's four or five elements floating around, not one. And we haven't really looked into the fact that Tucker doesn't run the network. He works for somebody. He's a player. And the network or the theater, if you want to put it that way, is run by the guy who owns the theater. The theater is controlled yeah. by uh, the Murdochs, obviously. But people don't know. And I've heard this for years. Lackland hated him. I heard for years they wanted him gone. So, Jen... Four parts at least play, playing uh, a role in what happened today. You know, that's the real Great story Great point here. to make there.
And, and there are reports now that this was a decision made by Lachlan Murdoch and, and Suzanne Scott, who's the CEO of Fox News. They made that decision on Friday. Um, so it's interesting to see this information come out. Obviously, I'm, I'm sure we'll be learning more um, in the coming days here. But over the weekend, Tucker gave a speech and he called out some of the very things that probably bothered Fox News executives uh, about him. Listen to this. The truth is contagious. Lying is, but the truth is as well. The more you tell the truth, the stronger you become. The instinct, which again is inherent to be like everybody else and not to be cast out of the group, not to be shunned, that's a very strong impulse in all of us from birth. You see people going along with this and you lose respect for them. And that certainly happened to me at scale over the past three years. I'm not mad at people, I'm just sad, I'm disappointed. How could you go along with this? You know it's not true, but you're saying it anyway? Really, you're putting your pronouns in your email? You're ridiculous. Michael, do you think this is less about Tucker Carlson more and more about controlling the media narrative? Well, of course it is. And of course, the media narrative relates to the power structure in the country right now, which is so far to the left, the nation is unrecognizable. Murdoch is a very, very clever pirate. He built this empire from one newspaper that he inherited from his father, Rupert did in Australia. He's an old school uh, warrior type. Nobody stands in his way who's not cut down. None of the players on his stages mean very much to him. The old rule again, he who pays the gold makes the rules. And we must not forget what happened to Budweiser, what happened to Anauza Bush. They lost market share like, what, billions of dollars because they let some wacko tell them to put a transvestite girl or a transsexual girl on a, on a beer can alienating all of the drinkers of that product and they didn't care until they realized the company was dissolving so okay it's the same here this is like the bud light story all over again who's Anheuser running the Bush advertising business uh, who, yeah. who's running the advertising business 20 something idiots who don't care about profit most of them are socialists in their core they hate capitalism and they don't care about the profit motive so to them, it doesn't matter if the audience leaves the network. What matters is that their narrative is being heard on the network. That's what really matters to those who well, decide what ads go on the, the network. going to head down the same path as CNN, and we've seen how well that's worked out for CNN. Dr. Savage, we've got to leave it there, but always great to see you. Thanks for being with us tonight. We'll see you Thursday. You pays the gold, makes the rules. Indeed. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.